Welcome to The Good Talks. Each week we will be introducing you to members and experts from the Good Tip App community. From talented artists, city experts, business owners and professionals from all corners of the world, ready to share with you their good stories and tips. Today I have the pleasure of talking to Sandrine Jacobs, head of community at a wonderful new business club in Brussels called Lermerot. Sandrine will walk us through the world of city marketing and storytelling, her experiences and passions. Hello Sandrine, thank you for joining me. Hello, Maria. Thank you for having me here. Um, so before we talk about this great club uh, and its mission and how it came about, can you take me through a little bit about your journey uh, up to now and why you're part of this project? Thank you very much, Maria. That's uh, very nice for me to get to, uh, to uh, tell you a little bit more about my journey. Um, yeah. Actually, I've always been passionate about finding the extra in the ordinary, mm-hmm. uh, meaning this little thing that nobody sees and that can actually make the uniqueness of a place, of yeah. a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I love unleashing potentials and build concepts. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love human. Yeah, yeah. Um, I used to be actually at the European school, mm-hmm. um, really at the crossroad of diversity and inclusion. I yeah. have most of my family um, spread worldwide, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm one of the only one uh, in Belgium. Oh, okay. My mother is actually uh, British and Swiss, uh-huh. and my father's Belgium. I lived in Spain. Uh-huh. My family is spread all over the world. My yeah. kids are all over the world. <laughs> so yeah. actually, I, I really like this uh, this way of, of living. Yeah. and. Uh, and, and having uh, sweet spots all over the world. Yeah. Um, actually, I used to um, to dream about becoming a hotel manager, yeah. uh-huh. which I never actually became, but yeah. in a way, yeah. the Merode is actually bringing yes. me back to a kind of a hotel management. Yes, um, yes, yes. But uh, I studied economics, mm-hmm. and uh, from there, I actually started my professional journey. Mm-hmm. I started working in... in, um, in Communications agencies, mm-hmm. so I worked at uh, DDB, Sachi, and Publicis. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, when it was uh, quite, let's say, the the highlight of uh, communications agencies. Okay. And then after ten years, I had the opportunity to not really change mm-hmm. uh, my professional life, but mm-hmm. more change my professional angle, meaning staying in communications mm-hmm. and strategy, mm-hmm. but entering listed companies. So okay. I thought, okay, listed company. This brings me back to let's say, my economic background. Mm-hmm. And I actually entered the real estate ah, um, development yeah. sector, mm-hmm. which I didn't know much about. Mm-hmm. But obviously, this is exactly what they needed because they needed someone who could actually tell stories about mm-hmm. real estate and how people would live in cities. Mm-hmm. And I would actually help them go through this. Yeah. So I actually entered a very well-known company called Atenor. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually stayed there for more than seven years Um, and there it was really the beginning in Brussels of um, let's say um, iconic projects like um, very major projects that would actually Mm -hmm. enhance Brussels attractivity Mm -hmm. and competitivity Mm -hmm. and um, so their idea was really to think about how we could actually bring new concepts to the city and this is really basically how I started to become a city marketing Mm -hmm. expert or placemaker expert so uh, with that I actually did quite big um, projects around the canal Mm -hmm. and then I moved to Immobile which is another very well-known company and I started uh, helping them 
in bringing new concepts in the city, like uh, the Wolf, uh-huh. uh, Denis Meyer's uh, Remember mm-hmm. um, exhibition, mm-hmm. um, some other very um, well-known spots into the projects, mm-hmm. making it more human than yes. just, just only bricks and mortar. Yes. Um, yes. Which is basically at the beginning something... Uh, and these uh, changes started uh, in Brussels about, you would say, 10 years ago? Yeah, I think... Probably 15 years 15 ago, year ago, but it really started being visible See, yeah. 10 years ago. Ten years and ago. Uh, it already was uh, well known in, in London or yes. New York or other yes. cities. Yes. But basically in Brussels, it was really, as you said at the <laughs> beginning, known <laughs> as um, a city quite human, quite small, yes. um, quite... Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's funny because it's so international. Exactly. Uh, everyone is so international. and uh, But yeah, you didn't have that feeling. No, yeah, actually, city. the thing is, uh, it's very international, and international love being in Brussels. Yeah, but then they stay, let's say, in microcosm. Yes. And the idea of building new places yes. is to bring all this diversity together yes. in the center of Brussels, also because yes. the center was basically not that uh, very sexy. Yeah, <laughs> um, and now it's still controversial, mm-hmm. but I can tell you that it's mm-hmm. becoming. Uh, very nice mm-hmm. and you really should see that on a very large scale meaning yeah. if i mean cities are cannot be considered in one or two years no, it can no, really can be seen in destinies yeah and uh, this is really um well becoming wild and um, <laughs> this is nice and then i i i actually worked also for um Tour et Taxi, uh-huh, yeah. and that was really uh, also a very big project for the, the Gare Maritime. Yes. Uh, all the events in mm-hmm, there, also mm-hmm. the food market, also the paddle and everything. Yeah. So it was very nice to bring nice concepts mm-hmm. into very iconic areas mm-hmm. that would actually enhance the attractivity as of the city. And you take things from different cities that you've lived in. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I take uh, things, actually, Brussels is quite peculiar. Yes. And from the very beginning, it, it's not very, it's not a very sexy city, yeah, yeah. but it has the um, this specific vibe yes. that make it accessible to all. So yes. we actually take ideas from other cities mm-hmm. and mix it with what Belgium has from. Uh, let's say from surrealism and other kind of uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of influences, yes. and we always try to do something very special. Mm-hmm. And this is what I really liked about the project of the yes. Mehod because mm-hmm. the Mehod is basically something very uh, new yeah. uh, for Belgium, of course, but yeah. even in the world, yes. as it's uh, a kind of a new version mm-hmm. of a business club. It's yes. not a business club anymore. It's really about uh, having a social club that yeah. actually puts together, let's say, all the facets of yeah. all the people. I mean, okay. you can be a, you can be a CFO and mm-hmm. completely fan of yoga. Yeah. You can be <laughs> an, a communication expert <coughs> and also uh, an artist. Yeah. Uh, you can be... Uh, it's open to uh, everyone. It's open to everyone. Mm-hmm. And the program and the events are actually fulfilling all these kinds yes. of interests, which is, to me, uh, I mean, very global. actual and very global. Yeah, that's wonderful. So what would you say is the favorite thing about your job? Actually, there are two things I absolutely love about my job. The first one is really to partner with iconic companies, hospitality groups, and developers to create their brand identity 
an experience that really reflects who they are and how they want to show up in the world. Mm -hmm. That's really what I love. Mm -hmm. And what I also love is uh, all about humanity, um, mm -hmm. human community and personal branding. Meaning I, what I love is really uh, connect with people, yes. connect people together, yes. connect their ideas yes. and really help them show them their uniqueness to the world. This is more about personal branding, yes. meaning I help people just to finding what makes them mm -hmm. special yes. and there just to shine out. This oh. is really something I love. Yeah, and that I feel that that's something that's, um, you know, we're missing out a lot um, because, uh, well, you know, since the world is more digital now, most of the communication is done, you know, online. And so there's less opportunities to meet face-to-face. -face exactly. And, yeah. and this is really what I think we need to push up also yes. with communication, meaning yeah. that, okay, we have social media, yeah. uh, we have uh, websites, yes. uh, we have all kinds of uh, communications Sources. means like WhatsApp yeah. or whatsoever, yeah. yes. but really human encounters it's are just basic. And mm -hmm. I think that post-COVID, we probably more than ever mm -hmm. feel that, Any. okay, we've been facilitating things through technology, which yes. is wonderful, yes. but human connections yes. are just key yes. to whatever we need to build together. And exactly. this is really how I also bring personal branding, mm -hmm. I mean, more on the Belgian stage, because yes. here in Europe, people feel that personal branding is about auto-promotion, yes. which is obviously not the case. Yeah. Personal branding is about letting know to others mm -hmm. what makes you special to build up together something very what you can offer exactly yeah. and this is something that we should all do from the i think the youngest age yes. I mean, even at school yes. or coming out from uh, university yes. uh, could be very useful for it's students to know how they can actually show up yeah. show up yeah. and um and sell and themselves and sell themselves in the yeah. way that is valuable meaning yes. not selling themselves just for what they can do of course but for who they are and this is to and me what they can offer exactly. and give to to others exactly wonderful um so um i wanted to ask you because i just came back from madrid and i found out about matador <laughs> <laughs> and the link with uh, lemerod which i find really amazing and great because uh well I'm, i will be spending more time there um, you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh so i just wanted to know um are there other clubs uh, that are linked to lemerod uh, around the world for those who are traveling and miss out on the programs or events happening here this is actually your one of our greatest uh, priority is mm -hmm. really to uh, to have more affiliate clubs. So Matador yes. is clearly one of the first mm -hmm. uh, because they have the same values as we do have mm -hmm. in the Mehad, being yeah. that open mind, mm -hmm. um, connecting people from diverse uh, communities, genders, and also having a very clear um, will to contribute to the society in a way. Okay. Um, it also means that we are let's say, more relaxed about certain things. Okay. For example, the way we have to dress to come in our club, mm -hmm. which is let's more relaxed than to go into business club. Yes. And this means that we really need to adjust and find mm -hmm. ways to connect with other clubs yes. around the world mm -hmm. who are, until now, still very, let's say... Mm -hmm. um, uh, um, with yeah different uh, mentality yes, and also with a, i'm not saying old fashioned but yeah. more traditional yeah. yes and we Classic. really have to find out the way to match with them mm -hmm. and and this is we're actually working on that yeah. but um but the idea is really to yeah. to spread all over yeah. and to connect yeah. not to open other mehad elsewhere yes. but more to connect with other clubs yes. so that 
globe tortoise and yes. and digital nomads and yes. and human nomads yeah. can just go into other cities yeah, and exactly. uh, and find their same sort exactly. of uh, crowd same spirit the same spirit yes because i find there's a lot uh, just men's clubs or just women's clubs um, mm -hmm. but not so much this whole global and uh, the idea at the Merod is really to have uh, what i say diverse community yes. it's it's uh, it's really meaningful it yes. means that we are Now half women, half men. Mm -hmm. We have 30% uh, of the people, the members were actually less than 35 years old. Okay. 30% of that's the that's members mm -hmm. uh, between 35 and 50 uh -huh. and the rest over 50. Yes. Meaning that we're really working on intergenerational yeah, um, a way of connecting mm -hmm. because we really believe in mentorship, mentees oh, and nice. mentors mm -hmm. in senior mm -hmm. people just getting to know younger people, not just to transmit, but also yes. for youngest to transmit to others. Of course, yeah. And to avoid this digital, mm -hmm. um, let's say, uh, fracture yes. that sometimes actually puts generation apart. Yes. Um, and we feel that just bringing them together in a nice, beautiful way and mm -hmm. in a beautiful setting yes. uh, actually enhances conversation mm -hmm. and, and bring back debates between generations, which yeah. is obviously quite lost these uh, last uh, decade. Yes, that's true. Um, what are some of your favorite past events held? Um, and uh, are, would there be any of these repeated? Um, and maybe, I think some most of them are in French, <laughs> which is a disadvantage for some of well, us. Well, actually, no. Um, most of our programs are in English. Ah, okay. It's really a perception. Yeah. Okay. So mm -hmm. our communication is in English, mm -hmm. and most of our... Um, our panels, yeah. um, program, events yeah. are in English yeah. and we are really yeah. uh, going towards this more and more because yeah. we believe that to, to keep this international mm -hmm. and diverse community, yeah. we have to stay an English-speaking club, yeah. yes. meaning that it's really welcoming to all communities mm -hmm. and obviously English is the yeah. easiest way to communicate yeah. for all, even yeah. for Belgian people. Okay. Um, so this is uh, this is really uh, something we, we try to, to keep uh, going on. Yes. Um, regarding program, it's really difficult to say because mm -hmm. it's, I like big mm -hmm. uh, events and especially big parties yeah. because I think we <laughs> lack big parties yeah. in, uh, yeah. in capitals and I think yes. it's the, the big parties are the Mehad we have twice a year it's, yes. it's absolutely gorgeous yeah. but apart from this um, I like a big conference that mm -hmm. actually leaves a lot of space to mm -hmm. um, Q&A's from yes. our members yes. um, really to address some, some points directly uh, to people I especially, especially mm -hmm. liked Sela uh, Sue came mm -hmm. here. Oh, She's yeah. a very well-known singer. Yes. She didn't come as a singer. She okay. came as a vulnerable woman, mm -hmm. uh, actually um, struggling with her mental health. Mm -hmm. She came here with uh, doctors from London, oh, wow. and she had a wonderful testimonial mm -hmm. about how medication didn't work out for her okay. and psychotropes did mm -hmm. and it really opened the debate mm -hmm. and actually it was easy to speak with her at the end okay so it really gave another twist mm -hmm. to what you actually can see behind an artist okay. um, we had the same thing with a uh, satish kumar who's a very well-known monk mm -hmm. and he had a wonderful life uh, walking from i think it was from uh, 
India to Washington DC barefoot. Mm. Wow. Okay. And he became a very yeah. good activist and yeah. he actually held a very big meditation yeah. for more than 300 people, oh, which nice. was wonderful because it puts everybody mm-hmm. uh, at the same level yes. of vibration, which was very good. And then yeah. apart from this, I really love some very smaller experiences yes. where you can really connect um, in with more intimacy to mm-hmm. other members and yes. get to know them better mm-hmm. and probably connect on things you would never imagine you could connect okay. on. <laughs> you started uh, recently this networking club, Yes, right? yes. Exactly. And, and how we had our first community yeah. drink last week. Yes. And it's really about mingling and mm-hmm. knowing each other mm-hmm. um, with icebreakers also. Yes. Um, to uh, to get the members uh, get over program and just get yeah. together just for who they yeah, are. Yeah, exactly. Great. So one of my favorite things also of the club is the restaurant. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> and as you know, this podcast is about introducing experts and businesses. Um, so this restaurant obviously is on on the tip <laughs> on the app. Um, so, um, what other restaurants would you recommend are your top on your top list in Belgium? Well, my my very favorite restaurant is called Barge. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever tasted it. I haven't been um, yet. Yeah. It's um, it's really um, very healthy, very local, mm-hmm. yet very beautiful okay. and also very tasteful, mm-hmm. uh, which is the always the best combination. Sometimes it's beautiful; it doesn't yeah. taste. Yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. it's very sophisticated, <laughs> but yes. then it's to have it. It's it's very nice, and yeah. it's held by. Uh, these two people which are very specific on how they bring the foods mm-hmm. uh, and also forgotten food okay. in your plate which is very nice mm-hmm. uh, I also s- very much like the beauty of plates and they put flowers all over oh, so it's nice. it's nice it's not girly mm-hmm. men love it also mm-hmm. but, yeah. uh, it's, it's wonderful the quality is good exactly yeah. I love La Bonne Chère which is mm-hmm. also a very nice mm-hmm. uh, restaurant which is also in the center mm-hmm. uh, super cozy super surprising mm-hmm. and then Chip Piace mm-hmm. is probably my favorite, not especially for the food, yeah. but more for the cocktails. Ah, okay. It's actually an Italian restaurant yeah. on the Place uh, Communale de Saint-Gilles, mm-hmm. Parvis Saint-Gilles. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely gorgeous. And what I love is that even if you go there for anything, it's mm-hmm. always packed. <laughs> it's these kinds of uh, a good area mm-hmm. where you really feel like you are in, in Madrid. Um, and yeah. everybody's mixed up and everybody's happy, yeah. whether it's raining or sunny. Yes. It's always packed and it's so also a very good, nice internet inter- International, <laughs> international, <laughs> intergenerational <laughs> atmosphere. Oh. Um, very nice. So mm-hmm. it's really, wow. These and are my favorites. Okay, and from uh, and and in the world, um, from your experience, what are other of your top favorite cities and spots that you would recommend? Okay, well, I love traveling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always been that way since I'm very very small. I've been traveling all over because uh, my family, as I told yes. you, is uh, spread all around the world. Yeah. So I had the opportunity to explore and uh, and meet people. Yes. Um, that's basically what I'm looking for when I'm traveling. Yeah. I'm looking for some authenticity, mm-hmm. meeting local people. Yeah. Uh, exploring what I find on my way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm always telling my kids just to look up when they're yeah. in cities because yeah. I think that's where you see the magic. Yeah. Um, and um, well, I love Madrid, of course, because I've been living there mm-hmm. and I have kind of I don't know. I connection. I think I have Sp- Spain <laughs> in my heart and in my veins. Um, Mercado de la Reina yeah. is really a place I love because mm-hmm. it's very. 
authentic. You have loads of people from all over coming there, yes. having boquerones, having uh, yeah. salmonejos, yeah. having uh, gazpachos, whatsoever. Yeah. And it's really something I love because it's always full. Yes. And it's always surprising. You never yeah. know who you're going to meet. Yeah. It could be very <laughs> chic people yeah. and families, yes. some uh, people alone, some yeah. elderly people people just coming just yeah. to chat and yeah. and I love this atmosphere yeah. um, uh, apart from this in the cities I love is uh, I love New York mm -hmm. like many others because I yeah. think the speed of New York is my speed yeah. <laughs> uh, as I also love Tel Aviv Tel oh, Aviv yeah. is a beautiful city yes. to me it's a uh, very vibrant city. Mm -hmm. It's also close to the sea. Mm -hmm. uh, they're very uh, innovative in many, many yes. things because mm -hmm. I think that they have, let's say, the uh, consciousness mm -hmm. that uh, life mm -hmm. uh, could finish mm -hmm. in a way very, uh, very easily okay. because they're actually into danger. Yes. And, uh, and you can feel that in the city. So mm -hmm. people are just very energetic yes. and uh, very creative. Mm -hmm. Restaurants are wonderful. What I love about mm -hmm. restaurants in Tel Aviv is that you can eat everything with your fingers yeah. and on the table <laughs> and on the beach. Yeah. And it's, it's very nice. Yeah. Um, I love Greek cuisine okay. because I'm actually a Paris lover. Okay. I spend most of my summers okay. since a very long time. So mm -hmm. I'm traveling around the world during the year, but mm -hmm. in the summer, You're always in I Greece. settle in Paros uh -huh. on this beautiful island. Okay. And over there, I have a very, very favorite mm -hmm. restaurant called Siparos. Uh -huh. It's absolutely gorgeous. Okay. Uh, and then some other little tavernas where you can yeah. get the feta and the usual Greek salad. Mm -hmm. um, this is basically what I really love. And mm -hmm. then when When I go around the world, yeah. I lately uh, travel to Seoul, to Mozambique, yeah. to uh, uh, Namibia mm -hmm. or remote places. Have you been to Copenhagen lately? Yes, I did. <laughs> okay. And I, I have I'm a getting wonderful, wonderful uh, <laughs> tip over there. Okay. It's a place called Radio. Okay. And Radio is actually an old house of radio. Mm -hmm. And it's now a restaurant. Okay. And these two people actually harvested okay. uh, for one year mm -hmm. uh, a field before opening okay. the restaurant. Mm -hmm. And everything is local. Uh -huh. And for example, for non-alcoholic people, yes. they serve juices that yeah. are actually matching also with what you eat. Okay. Which is normally what you do with wine pairing. Mm -hmm. But they do juice pairing. Okay. And it's absolutely gorgeous. Okay. Um, so you should gonna, definitely go there. Yeah, I'm going to write that uh, down. <laughs> is also one of my favorite. Up north is, yes. is gorgeous. Yes, I haven't been there in a long time, but I'm going soon, so <laughs> that's great. And, uh, okay, last but not least, I wanted to ask uh, you um, a personal tip, um, because as you know, I have a startup, and I'm trying to break into the whole social media <laughs> scene, and so what tips do you have for me? <laughs> well, actually, I think social media is, is a big thing. Yeah. Uh, when you think about it, 10 years ago, I mean, you could absolutely post everything on yeah. social media mm -hmm. and you will be sure that obviously all your friends mm -hmm. at least and yeah. your community would see it mm -hmm. now you're never sure about yes. this anymore so it yes. really became um, a business yes. more than that it became a commercial business yes. and more than that you cannot do without it yeah. which is um, quite paradoxical because yes. in a way mm -hmm. you don't want to do without mm -hmm. and in a way you're completely addicted to it yes. in many mm -hmm. ways so I think that the best tip yeah. uh, ever would be just to remain yourself find your ident identity find mm -hmm. your positioning okay. try not to actually reach to all yeah. be radically honest about who is actually your niche mm -hmm. 
And from there, yeah. start building your uh, social media okay. strategy, yeah. which has to be consistent, mm -hmm. meaning that your message mm -hmm. uh, should be very clear. Yes. Uh, the more message you have, the less you heard. So okay. obviously, mm -hmm. if you keep on, for example, three of your major mm -hmm. values that can come three of your major messages, that yes. would be good way to start okay and then you can start to build up a calendar meaning mm -hmm. a calendar for example on moments that mm -hmm. are highlighting your kind of uh, niche okay. or moments from let's say uh, that happening in a city whatsoever to mm -hmm. build on that yes and then obviously you can uh, start from there in consistently posting things mm -hmm. at least let's say three times a week mm -hmm. to make sure that you just keep on going okay. and don't ever be afraid to use the same content mm -hmm. on different medias. Okay. And you actually create content and then you slice it. Mm -hmm. And then the idea is the message remains the same, but okay. the way you tell it mm -hmm. is obviously different if oh, you speak okay. on LinkedIn or if you speak on Instagram oh, or if okay. you have a podcast. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean that you're actually giving different messages this message is the same mm -hmm. but the channel is different okay. and the channel needs some different types of tones like yeah presentation so i would start that way and that's a good start okay that's good but my major tip is <laughs> yes. start start <laughs> get on it get on it and you'll adjust yes. with time because yes. what is wonderful with community mm -hmm. uh, and social media is yes. that they tell you without yeah. you asking yeah what they like and what they don't like. Yes. Meaning that you can adjust your content exactly. accordingly. The feedback is yeah. there. Okay. Well, um, thank you for taking part in our podcast. And Thanks, congratulations Steve. on all your work, on all the beautiful projects like La Merod and, and Wolf and Gar Maritine. <laughs> um, and so many others. Um, being part of uh, bringing to life beautiful locations where people can meet others, live experiences in person, and not uh, vicariously, which um, has become a way for so many, as we were saying, um, contributing in some way to your city and to the world and to the beauty of connecting, not through comments, but face to face. So I look forward to catching up with you in upcoming events at La Merode and also getting more tips from you on the social media and communications um, because my little startup needs it. <laughs> with a lot of pleasure. Thank you very much, Maria, for yeah. your time and uh, yeah. for everything you're bringing on the table. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Sandrine, and listeners for sharing your time with me. And if you're a member of the Good Tip app and would like to recommend us a business owner or expert to appear on our podcast, send us an email to hello at goodtip.app. Bye. See you later.